Welcome to the show called Let's Talk Homeschool. I'm Davis, and I am your host. This is the show where we talk about everything homeschooling, the how, what, when, where, and why. We want to affirm, encourage, challenge, and inspire you in this adventure of a lifetime, and we want to celebrate everything you get to experience along the way. This podcast is sponsored by Apologia Educational Ministries. Go to Apologia.com, a great place to explore creation. Today's show is titled Exploring Creation with Mathematics, and we have a guest, the author of this curriculum, Catherine Gomez. So Catherine, it is awesome to have you on the show today. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to join you. Well, I know you've been uh, hard at work the last several years uh, writing this curriculum. I know that Apologia published the first and second level in 2020. And then last year, volume three, level three came out. This year, level four comes out. So this is a bona fide series. We are making great progress. Uh, How many total levels are there in this elementary series? We're going up to sixth grade, and then we are actually going to do a kindergarten level once we get up to sixth grade. So there'll be seven levels altogether. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, we, at Apology, we also published some works by your mom, Deb Bell. So you're a second generation homeschool parent. So first of all, tell me about, uh, tell our audience about your family. Um, How many kids do you have? What are their ages? Uh, And then just go right into what does it look like? What does your homeschool look like today with young kids? Okay, sure. Um, My husband, Jason, and I have three kids. I have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a three-year-old. Um, I was homeschooled myself and my mom by my mom, Deb Bell, who writes for Apology as well. And so I'm second generation homeschooler, which I think is really interesting and fun. There's a lot of us out there who decided to do crazy twice. (laughs) Um, What it's looking like right now, uh, I've got a second grader and a kindergartner. So this is my first year balancing two kids uh, with schoolwork. That was an adjustment. (laughs) Um, It's a little messy. We do a lot of creative stuff. We're doing a lot of teaching people how to read. It's kind of like the level that we're in right now, but I really love it. I enjoy homeschooling my kids and I wake up every day pretty excited to see what we're going to learn. So So did did you always uh, see yourself uh, homeschooling when you did uh start your own family or was that a, a, a like a conscious intentional decision that you had to go through? You know, it's the latter. I think a lot of people think that since I was homeschooled, it was going to be automatic, but we, my husband and I really thought it through. Uh, we were really kind of torn for a while. And then um, when my son was about four, I joined a homeschool co-op and he just thrived there in the preschool class. And that made the decision pretty easy. So we don't really look back We're we're really loving it, but We did go through a process and, you know, we still evaluate and think through um, different options for the future, but so far it's been great. So that's fun. (laughs) And so, I mean, I know um, when we homeschooled, we started 26 years ago and it took us three or four years before we were like into a real groove. And I do remember that time about year four where we committed for the long haul, even though high school was way off in the distance. So, How do you see yourself right now? Is this kind of a year by year thing uh, or are you like committed homeschoolers at this point? 
Yeah, I think right now I've got two big things in my mind. One is finishing writing the Apology of Math series. <laughs> That'll be like a huge milestone. I'm almost there. And then the other is the elementary years and just like pouring into that. And then I think um, in future years, we'll look at options. There's lots of blends in Pennsylvania where I live. So people do all different types of homeschooling and, and blend it with other types of schooling. So um, it'll be interesting. But so far, it's just been all great things. My kids love it too, which is wonderful. Um, and it's really just become a part of our family culture. So we are enjoying it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it is. You know, people refer to it as a lifestyle often. And uh, it's great when you feel like it's developing your family culture, uh, how how the rhythms and routines look. Uh, so that's that's great to hear that uh, you're 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 enjoying it. Your kids are enjoying it. Yeah, and it feels you know I don't know that it ever feels natural because um, you're probably are you a planner? Let me just ask that first of all. I am a planner. I mean, I was I was a teacher before I started homeschooling. I like routine and I like structure. But I don't know now with, with it's, it's beautiful at homeschooling because you get to have like the structure and the routine, but you can depart from it when it makes sense. So right now we've got the Olympics going on and we're staying up late every night because we keep getting sucked into seeing, you know, and, and it, it is really nice to be like, okay, we're going to push back to it. I, I always am like, we're having a late in tomorrow. Cause I still use like some of the public school terms since I taught. And that's really nice when everybody's like a little tired and cranky because they stayed up late watching the Olympics. That's great. Yeah. The Olympics actually are a fun way to, uh, um, to do to, a fun thing to incorporate into your homeschool. We, we did the same thing. So awesome. That's great. So I want to make sure we talk about, the math curriculum. Sure. Uh, uh, so we have you as a guest on the show. I want to make sure our audience hears about this new math. Um, so let's let's just start off with what kind of advice would you give to a parent teaching elementary math? I mean, how is that? Uh, what are things that they need to consider that are different than middle school or high school, or just in the homeschool setting? So start with some simple, basic advice for people wanting to homeschool. Uh, and teach math in that setting? Sure. I mean, I think it always is helpful to remember that we're, our kids are built to learn math, that God designed them to learn math. So that always helps me to start in a place of faith as I'm coming into elementary math. And then I think from there, we have a lot of research on how kids learn math best. And anytime we teach our kids in a way that um, utilizes that research, things just go a lot better. So a really basic one that I think is intuitive for homeschool parents is that when kids are having fun, the learning just happens so much more easily. And that's true in math. So I have a little bit of a burden where I feel like sometimes math gets pushed to the side and it's not the fun subject. And, you know, I know there's lots of people out there who don't love math the way that you and I do, Davis. <laughs> but if you make it fun for your kids by bringing in games and color and activities, it's just a game changer. It, it, it's a flip you'll see a side of your kids that you didn't see before. So I, I do encourage homeschooling parents to make the investment of time and energy into making math fun because it just pays off with the learning. I think another thing to keep in mind is it's a skill. So it's one of those things that you have to practice every day and it builds systematically. Um, it's not like a content area like history. And so you really have to do a little bit each day and watch that gradual progress. And again, it's one of those things we know, but we can let it slip. So you really want to be consistent when you're teaching your kids math and be patient. It takes that like 
spaced out repetition for them to really master the skills. So let me just ask a scheduling question, because I know something that comes up uh, with any kind of education system is, what do you do about the summers? That's when kids can really forget everything they learned in math. So do you homeschool year round? Or I'm really thinking, what, what do you recommend for parents to do during the typical longer summer break so they don't forget all the math that they might have uh, you know, invested all this time and made some progress prior to that? Yeah, that's a great question. So we take summers off personally, and I always tell people it's for me more than my kids because I need a break. Um, I have a lot of respect for families that just go straight through. How one way I approach like summer slide or, you know, all the ground that they lose is that the way we're designed to learn is we learn and we forget and then we relearn and then we forget a little bit and then we relearn. So you don't need to be completely discouraged or, or shocked when your kid, you know, you put something in front of them in August and they're like, they act like they've never seen it before. That's part of the process. Um, how we address it as a family is I know we're going to lose ground over the summer in math and normally a little bit in reading too. And we just do some like half days in August where we review, or if we pick a, um, well, apology and math has some review in the first units, but if you were headed into a math that starts right away, like you would probably want to go back a little bit and review some of the stuff from last year. And we also do math games. Like I just do some of the, the lighter stuff to keep things fresh. So you don't lose all your multiplication facts or something like that over the summer. Okay. That, that makes sense. So, uh, this new curriculum, Exploring Creation with Math, levels one, two, three, and four coming out right now. Yes. There, it's not the only math curriculum that people can choose in the homeschool world. Now, I know that there's been fantastic reviews, but it's this is still a fairly new curriculum. So why why something new? It was How does this differ from the other options that people have? And how does this fill a need that maybe was missing in some of the other options? So uh, tell us what makes this unique, why this would be the math that a family would want to consider. Sure. There's a couple things that are really unique to exploring creation with mathematics. One is the science connection, which I always get excited about because I just think it was so ideal. You have Apologia that's just known as a science publisher, and we're going to come out with math. And I was able to tie in science themes with the math books. So anytime you teach math, you need a context. A lot of math books use the classroom as the context. And there's word problems about desks and chalkboards and this kind of thing. So the the main way we incorporated the science connection is I wrote word problems that had to do with botany or anatomy. And, you know, it's not crazy. It's it's, it's just fun facts. Um, You know, the fourth grade book has a connection to flying creatures. And so there's hawks and eagles and bats, of course, and all these kinds of things. Oh, sorry. That's the third grade book. Actually, it has that connection. But so I got to write fun word problems and do science projects that have the math skills built in. So that really, I think, is unique with this program. It also has a Christian connection. So I was able to just um, bring something I'm really passionate about, which is the connection between our faith and mathematics and how learning math can teach us more about God because he's Lord over all creation. So that is really special to me. And then I think kind of the burden that I had, I had two burdens in writing this program. One is I wanted to write a homeschool math curriculum that was doable. 
that parents could teach homeschool parents. I didn't want it to be, you know, it was designed for a traditional classroom and you're trying to adapt it. I wanted to structure it around what I knew homeschool families uh, tend to look like or what works well for them. I have three little kids, right? So I'm raising them as I'm writing it. So I have to keep it doable because <laughs> then I'm using it. But then the other burden is I really wanted kids to leave the program after level six prepared for whatever God had for them, whether it's engineering in the future or upper level math, AP calculus, or just that they just have that solid math foundation, even if they don't want to go into a math or science career. I've seen a lot of homeschool kids. I've worked with a lot of homeschooled kids on the high school level who were weak in math. And I felt that you know, it held them back or it was a challenge for them when they got to the college level or even just the high school level. So I wanted it to be doable, but also just a rich math program that's that's fun, but it doesn't shy away from challenging content. I don't know of another curriculum publisher that has science and math, uh, certainly not in the homeschool world. They, there are either math publishers or science publishers. But we all know STEM, science, technology, engineering, right. math, science and math clearly go together in wonderful ways. And so I, I think it's a perfect fit for Apologia, known primarily for science, to have a math curriculum and be known for science and math. That makes perfect sense. And, of course, we publish Bible as well. So like you're saying, to the faith, to the faith component, science, math, and Bible – are all three super compatible and rely on each other. So I, I think that uh, makes this a beautiful curriculum because it's it's literally creation-based math, um, which it always bothered me as a math major in college that math, it was always religiously neutral. When my faith grew as I learned more and more math, because like you say, it just it made God make sense in some ways as I was learning these things about the creation and how you could model it with mathematical equations in ways that were just eye-opening and fascinating. So I think this is going to be a great way for the, the faith of young little kids to grow and be excited about the God that created everything. And math answers a lot of the questions about how to understand what we discover. Yeah. And it helps with your perspective too. Cause it, it's funny to me because like I write the books and then they come out and now I'm using them with my kids. And actually sometimes I don't always fully remember what I wrote <laughs> until I'm reusing it um, with my kids. And when I get to the little devotionals, you know, it is a good reminder to me of like why we're doing this and how this points to the Lord. I need the reminders as well as my kids. So it's always encouraging. Well, I was, I was going to ask if this was field tested. So Tell us about some of the field testing that you might have done before you actually finished this and how, how that even played to the development of the curriculum as you wrote it. Yes, I'm so glad you asked about that because I'm just so grateful that we were able to do this the way we did. So I have homeschool families um, that try the entire program uh, beforehand and give me feedback on every lesson uh, with you know their kids' thoughts and their thoughts with their two homeschool moms, what they think about it. And then I rewrite things. I change activities. I just was talking um, to one of them in person about sixth graders because I'm writing the sixth grade book. How do I keep it fun, but not too you know babyish? And it just it's just helpful to talk with a real family that's working through it and getting their kids' thoughts. And I love the kids' feedback because it's super honest, you know, <laughs> but it's always really helpful. So that, 
I think has um, just really transformed the series to make it really strong that we took the time to do that, to have a family go through these families go through every lesson, you know, every activity they're taking pictures for us. It just kept it very grounded, I think, in like the realities of homeschooling. You know, one year someone moved or someone else had a baby and they were kind of like on their feedback, like, I'm sorry, this is, I'm like, this is homeschool life. <laughs> this is why we're having you, like homeschoolers move, homeschoolers have a new baby in the family. These are the kind of things that I need to hear. And so I think that it ended up being just a priceless part of the process to hear from those families about how it was working for them. That's that's fantastic. And I know I personally, as a homeschool parent, I prefer to use a curriculum that's been literally field tested. It gives me a tremendous amount of extra confidence that this has been tweaked to get some of the bugs out to make it that much better. Uh, because you do, you, lo- you learn as you uh, put something together, or even as you start using curriculum, you say, boy, I, I wish they would have done this or this. Just a little bit of extra or a little less of this would have made all the difference. And sometimes I think you can see when you're using a curriculum how well uh, and how much time was put into the planning and the development and the editing on the front end. And so uh, I think that's why we're getting such great feedback is because of the field testing and you know, actually being used in real life. Yes, we designed it for homeschool families. You know, whether it's me writing or Rachel Eunice editing, apology of bringing their expertise, it really was just completely designed around the strengths and also some of the weaknesses that homeschoolers can have so we can serve them. And I think that that really, I mean, I know it makes a difference in the programs that I use with my kids, so. Well, is there anything else about the curriculum that you'd like to tell us before I switch gears here a little bit? One thing I'll chime in with is I get asked a lot whether it's mastery or spiral, and it's kind of a blend, so I'll just unpack that a little bit. I group the topics and chapters. It's grouped around the same topics. You might have like a whole unit on addition and subtraction, so that would be considered typically more of like a mastery approach. But the critique of mastery is that kids don't get enough review. So it has this spiral blend where there's an element of the program where you do a little bit of practice each day. It's called the skills practice. It's like five to 10 minutes. A lot of times it's a game or something fun where kids do go back and review those skills. So just to answer that question, it kind of combines both of those. Right now, my son is in a unit on time and money, but he does like five minutes on addition and subtraction before he does that. So that's kind of how it functions in that area. Very good. And is this the kind of curriculum that you you try to be very systematic in terms of pacing your kids through it? Or can the eager beaver, you know, do two or three lessons a day and just kind of really move at their own pace? Um, and the slower one who's just not getting it, do a lesson again? Or how, how would you Uh, as a parent, help those kind of students go through it faster or slower? Sure. We we provide a suggested pacing guide right in the front of the parent answer key, where it's like a four-day week and we suggest one lesson a day with a little bit of skills practice. I've definitely heard from parents who have kids who are flying through a lot of lessons because they want to get to a certain project or they really liked a certain game. And I'm like, that's great. You know, that's wonderful. Um, I think that's fine. And then if your child, uh, I don't want to say is struggling, but needs maybe a slower pace, 
there are things provided, like there's notes in the parent answer key on how you can kind of break things down or you can slow things down, take two days on a lesson. I mean, that's the beauty of homeschooling. So we always want to still give parents that flexibility. Very good. Well, what it sounds like you got a handful on your plate. Uh, you got three kids, you got a husband, you're homeschooling, you're writing a curriculum still. So what do you do when you're not homeschooling, being a mom, a wife, or, or an author? Yeah, what do I do? I just sleep. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love math and I love homeschooling, but sometimes, you know, I need to take that hat off. Uh, one thing I enjoy doing is I'm a runner, which tends to surprise people. And then I always quickly say, like, I'm not a fast runner. <laughs> I'm a, like a jogger. But um, typically, I like to get up in the mornings and, like, go for a run. I run for American Cancer Society. So I'm on a team and we raise money and we have a 10-mile race every year. So that kind of helps me, like, just get into a totally different zone. And then also my husband and I love to cook. So we're always making, right now I'm on a Korean food kick. I'm making kimchi and like kind of gone crazy. We love Indian food and and just pretty much any kind of spicy food. So we do sometimes take a break from just like the math. He's an engineer. So we have to be careful that we don't just like stem forever and not teach our kids art or something like that. That's right. Oh yeah. I've, I've seen some of your posts of running and cold weather temperatures or yes. you know, uh, getting a good time. So, so where can people find you, whether it's on social media or uh, where else, if people want to he um, hear more from you, where would you suggest that they go? Sure. Well, if you're listening to this and you love podcasts, I have a podcast with my mom, Deb Bell, and that's the homeschool works podcast. We're on all the major um, podcast sources. If you just look for homeschool works and then the best place to find me is probably Instagram. I'm homeschool math mom on Instagram. And I do have a Facebook page at Catherine M Gomes. So those are where you can find me and see, I'm always posting math ideas or what we're doing in apology of math or what I'm writing right now. I'm giving a lot of sneak peeks of math Four for anyone who wants to see it before it comes out. <laughs> Well, Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today, folks. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. And if you did like it, please share it with a friend. We'd love to get feedback. You can send us an email at podcast at apologia.com. This has been Let's Talk Homeschool, and I'm your host, Davis Carmen, with our guest, Catherine Gomez, author of the Exploring Creation with Math, published by Apologia. We want to thank our sponsor, Apologia Educational Ministries. Their mission is to help homeschooling families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith. Apologia is the number one publisher of creation-based curricula for homeschooling families with hundreds of number one awards. They are best known for their science curricula. Now, Apologia publishes a creation-based elementary level math series. It's been field tested and is designed specifically for the homeschooling family. It contains strong science and faith connections, which makes it unique and the reviews are outstanding. Go to apologia.com backslash math, a great place to explore creation with mathematics. Have a great day, and until next time, we are walking by faith and enjoying the homeschooling adventure of a lifetime.